What have we here? Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff today because we were out last week. So we've got on the episode today, we're going to talk a little bit about Commander Saw Power Rangers. So we're, he's going to do, do a little quick review. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, Commander started playing Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, but not much. You finished Mass Effect 3. We already talked about that. We didn't talk about the end, though. Oh, that's right, because we were out last week. Exactly. So uh, we can talk about the finale of the, the trilogy there. We got the Twin Sons episode from Rebels. Yep. Darth Maul's demise. We got, Spoiler! We got the we got passes in for Star Wars Celebration, finally. So we're gearing up, gearing up for that. In two weeks, we'll be on the plane. And Mopar's Actually, we'll eye be, itches. We'll be off Guys, my eye itches. I don't know what to tell you about that one. I do. All right, guys, and we I also can't have handle that many puns. <laughs> like it's too much. We also have our uh, dedicated beer review. We're actually pretty excited because we we got something new and different, and the title is too long to even see on a can, which is hilarious yeah. and awesome. So exactly what we would do if we had a brewery. Really, drink this stuff because I don't care, and drink some more and buy it. So and we uh, <laughs> we want to thank everybody who's tuning in live. We've got uh, Descrota and Deadpoolio, obviously our regs. Uh, on the YouTube chat. So yeah. if you guys are listening to this on iTunes or any other social media or whatever, you guys can head on over to YouTube and subscribe and chat with us when we record every Wednesday at 8 p.m. <laughs> so for next week, you'll be gone. And we got after that, we have to catch a flight. <laughs> so we're going to do an episode earlier. So, well, not every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Right. On the reg, we uh, do Wednesdays at 8, but like, we'll so, be out and, and then Star Wars celebrations in two weeks. So we'll be yeah, out again. But we that. will. We will be streaming a lot for the celebration, obviously, for multiple reason nights, but uh, reasonisms, reasons. Yeah. There's, you know, we, no. do, we do a lot here. There's a lot of responsibles that we got to remember. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I've been slightly proud of you because you haven't made up words for like four episodes and now you go with a reason nights. <laughs> yeah. Flashies. Flashies for the for the people. So we got our uh, not our press passes, but our Star Wars Celebration passes. Yeah, the regular badges. The pa- uh, the press passes on the way. And uh, they came each day. They've got a different figurehead. And we are not able to go on Sunday, so I don't know who is the uh, poster child for Sunday. But you can see they're super high quality and they're really cool artwork. Show show Insta Insta hose here Insta hose. So we've got uh, Poe, Finn, Kylo and, and Kylo. Yeah. They um and it's based off the artwork for the if you guys saw the celebration poster for this year it's in this like dark pencil etched black and white stuff dude that's badass I love sweet. the I love pencil etched these badges are awesome man yeah especially Kylo's oh looks sweet yeah Finn's is really dumb it's just him I, he's he's a terrible character he's on he's screen not a terrible he's character. on screen or was he they didn't tell <laughs> <me>. <laughs> all right and right before we get into this awesome yeah. beer review we are brought to you by our sponsor. I hate saying that because I love these guys. I don't want to feel like it's we chose these guys because their guys are all these guys are awesome. So we got <laughs> T minus twenty four. Uh, T minus is in words twenty four the number. Uh, T minus four twenty four dot com. If you guys want to head on over to their website and check out awesome nerd merch, we've got a couple t shirts. They got stickers. They got a, anything. Here I'll, we'll show you a couple yeah, of anything shirts. Star Wars or Marvel or nerd or Legos or whatever. 
don't they're, know if they have like a, they're awesome. And they're, and they're, I've never seen anything like that. It's like a retro scarab shirt. It smells good too. Well, it did. <laughs> so, and it's not just Star Wars. It's it's all nerd. Well, of course, the two that we have are just Star Wars. Tatooine and Scarif. Because we're a Star Wars podcast. So yeah, if you um, we did a giveaway for episode 100, including some shirts and mm-hmm. some stickers and things from T minus 24. So if you're looking for um, just new hilarious Star Wars and nerd shirts, you can check them out. And they also do go to a lot of cons around. I think it's usually mostly Midwest, but they've been at some Comic Cons uh, recently. They have a booth set up, selling all the shit, man. So if you're gonna be at a con, look out for them. And if not, just check them out on the website. And order stuff. I was gonna say our uh I can't remember our code. It's rogue. It's rogue something. It's rogue. Okay. It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> so enter enter our code word so that they know that you found us. Found them through us. It's rogue pod, is what it is. It's rogue. All right, guys. Enough about T minus twenty four, the most awesome shirts ever created. Uh, Make sure you go get one, but fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we are a great sponsor, rights. Oh, this one's again wrapped by their it. grandmother. This one's again. <laughs> oh man, yeah, these are hilarious. If you're looking, if you're live with us, it's is- like. In three lines, and it's wrapped around the can, so you really you can't read it, and it's hilarious. But that's just, that's just the title of this beer. Look at all those words. I can't read them. No, this is called Laces Out. This is just the label is fucking oh, hilarious. Okay, I see. Beer comes in six packs because you are supposed to take more than one. They got that part right. Oh, this is a Hefeweizen. <clears throat> yeah, so this is from Pigskin. It's a local brewery here in Gahanna. If anyone's from Columbus, it's in the... Creekside area of downtown Gahanna. I've been there once before. I can't oh. remember. Have you seen it? I know Big exactly skin? what you're talking about. I, uh, I've been there once, and I can't remember what beer I had. I probably got an IPA just because I'm always getting IPAs. But they just got cans recently, I think just in the past two weeks, because I've never seen it in stores before. It's a cool concept that they're just going all out on the on the cans and stuff. It's different. Branding's huge. It smells, it smells decent. Interesting. I'm not going to put the word decent next to it, but what? it smells. It smells. Well, we, last time we had the mango IPA, and I couldn't smell shit, and I still liked it. We'll see what happens today. Oh, no. Saved it. You ain't saved shit. All right, guys. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, that's like from uh, Spaceballs. We ain't, we ain't found much. shit. Yeah. Spaceballs, you we know, uh, yogurt from uh, Attack of the Pigs. Did he decide if he's making a, a Spaceballs 2? I don't think he is. I thought it was rumored for like the past few years now that Star Wars is back, but I, I think uh, Rick Moranis, if he was supposed to, if he was going to do it, I think Mel Brooks said, we'll write it. But I, I think uh, it's Rick Moranis looking motherfucker over here. Rick Moranis has <laughs> been out of the game purposely. He didn't like the fame. So he's been out. If you haven't noticed, he's been out the for fame like in general years. or they're like for that movie specifically in general. Yeah. 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 That's actually, that's a good point. What's the last thing he was in? My phone's being used. I can't look it up. Uh, I'm not going to look Honey, it up. I shrunk the kids probably. Honey, I grew the shrubs. <laughs> Honey, I trimmed the hedges. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It smells weird, honestly. It doesn't it's, smell weird. It I think it smells like a Hefeweizen. It's, it smells like a goes to me. It sound, It smells somewhat like a it sour. like a Hefeweizen. You're a Hefeweizen. It's good, man. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe I'm just not feeling it, but that initial taste is not good. So, well, this is what a Hefeweizen tastes like, dude. 
You were the one that liked them before I did. I was always like, man, this smells like banana. Fuck that. And now I'm kind of warmed up to them. I think it tastes good. Hmm. Tastes standard. Mopar, come on, man. I'm, you should, you need some I'm being rough with it. To like, Maybe it's the Red Bull. Maybe it's fucking with me. It probably is. Probably Why? not. Because you had shit's... a Red Bull right before you were pissed as well. All right. I feel like you need to cleanse your palate with something. Well, I'm fucking it. All right. <laughs> I I actually like it. It's not bad. It's not impressing me by any means. It's bright. It's crisp. It's exactly what I have a vision is supposed to be. It's extremely standard. Nothing special. Sometimes standard it's is drinking. good, man. Yeah. What's your favorite beer? Miller Lite. It's not. Probably. What's your most drunk beer of all time? Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes being standard is okay. It's good. I like it. There's no, f- I'm getting a lack of flavor. What is that? What is it? Something's on the, bo- it's on the bottom of this cup. Shit. It's like, it doesn't balance properly. Well, you need the chosen one. I chose this one. <laughs> what else oh! did they say? Traditional. It's so traditional. Full flavored and clove dominant wheat ale. Traditional is the key word in this. Pigskin. Why are you so pissed? 5% alcohol. By volume. Half of Eisen. 5% alcohol. They already said it twice. There's no uh, poem about it, <laughs> like on some crap beer cans. <laughs> no haiku. Uh, at Pigskin, beer comes first, so we blew our marketing budget on better ingredients to bring you our best beer yet. Not your best beer yet, but I like the slogan. Wait. What? <laughs> bam, traditional. See? Wham, bam. Thank Dad you, man. Poli- Dead Pulio knows what's up. Well, he, has, um, he also has no clue. I'm surprising you today. Okay. Don't you, aren't you the one that likes uh, like St. Paulie's Girl and not St. Paulie's Girl? What's the other one? Who Garden? Who Garden? Like that. I do like Who Garden. Yeah. No, this is not as good as Who Garden. Oh my god! All right. I'm just some, not impressed, man. Just okay. not impressed. All right, fine. Okay. Ultra. That's how I want to end it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you don't have anything good to say about it? Mm-mm. I'm being salty today, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm just not feeling it, man. <laughs> Okay. Um, There's no floral notes. It is just extremely hefeweizen-y. It's, it's your standard hefeweizen. Hefeweizen. There's many hefeweizens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's not obviously not the best beer I've ever had, but I like it a lot. Maybe I'm just in the mood for a blonde or white or wheat or whatever the hell. Don't tell the wife about that. What? In, in the mood for a blonde. Oh, shit. Got a shot at that. Honey! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got Andy Manhattan on right now. Shit. Knew it. I I enjoy it. It's not uh, blowing me out of the park, but it is very good. Very refreshing, very crisp. Exactly what you want. It has those notes of banana and clove in there that you expect from Hefeweizen. It does say full flavored on the can. Yeah. Um, But if you compare this to, like, the Luxon that we had from... Actual with like yeah. the bu- maybe that's what it's missing is like the bubblegum kind of feel like that's out of it yeah so we're kind of very true used to that but Bubble- yeah I mean it's not amazing go ahead <laughs> say something Mm-mm. all right what's the rating then one <laughs> okay just so we can move the f on from this I'm gonna say one star as well. What were you going to give it a two? Is it that drinkable? I was thinking about it too because it is very drinkable. It's not like overpowering at all. It's only five percent. It's hard because 
one, the Red Bull might be fucking with my buds. Two, I'm just a salty hoe tonight. And three, um, Mopar is in a Sith mood. It's uh, yeah, the, I have the hate flowing through me. Um, <laughs> but uh, but there's not like you said, there's nothing blowing me out of the park. There's nothing special. The weird thing is, like you brought up, that it doesn't have the bubblegum flavor, which is almost nice. But you, I've come to expect that so much with these beers that it's almost lacking in the same way that it's nice. Yeah, so it's kind of weird. I can see that. There, I said some shit about it. Made, made a little bit of sense. Talk. Pistol, but I think it's good to have something standard once in a while. All right, I agree. I agree, but still a one. Get, I'd say try it. I can go with a one star. It makes sense. Out of three, three is the best beer ever. Two is definitely go grab it and drink it every once in a while. One is at least try it. Zero is uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, so. one's worth trying. So definitely go try this. If yeah. you're, lo- I mean, it's local. So if and you're in the Columbus area, and they're still a fairly new brewery, I think it, they've been around for three years now. But, but like I said, I just started seeing cans in stores this month. So if you're not in Central Ohio, you might not be able to find it. But if you are, especially our dude who lives in Gahanna, he's probably been there before. I don't know. I can't remember his name. I always forget his name. Who? I I, I don't know his name. I can't tell you. I don't know who you're talking about. Well, I know. Lionel. <laughs> Richie? Um, uh, if you're in Central Ohio, it is worth trying. Maybe this is just, uh, we've be- I've become a beer snob finally. That, you know, we've had the, mm-hmm. we've had the great beers of Columbus, which there are plenty of <laughs> so them. So many. Yeah. That a traditional beer, when I'm going for a, a, um, a craft beer, yeah. you're spending this much money for it. I don't want a, a regular beer. Yeah. I, I do want something that you have to set, you have to set your beer apart from everything else. Which one way or another. Yeah. So even when you yeah, you mentioned that, even the photon from actual That's what I'm saying. It's like that's their standard beer, but it's still set apart because it's so multi and so fucking awesome. Yeah. Um Beer Snob. Deadpool says he's gonna head up his store to get it. You can try. I know some of the smaller breweries don't have big distribution yet, so they might not be able to get it, especially out in California. Mm-hmm. But it's worth trying. I'm I bet they do have Columbus Brewing and they probably have Great Lakes. Great Lakes. Um but some of the newer Columbus ones are still just Ohio or just Midwest. I wonder how far Jackie O's goes because Jackie O's is a very popular mm. and Bell's. Jackie O's has been around for a while, so Bell's you might be able to big. find that. Bell's is big. Yeah, also we got a lot of good beer. It's hard to say around here. It is. Yeah. So um, moving on from the one out of a hundred stars <laughs> with this traditional regular beer, which is still good and drinkable. Yeah. Um, man, I'm just—it's surreal that we're so close to celebration already. I was distracted because I was. Uh, we didn't stream last week. I was gone in L.A. Um, did not have a chance, unfortunately, to meet Deadpoolio or Jacob Weiss in person. It was on purpose. He said I he hated. I forgot you. how ridiculous the traffic is. And I know everyone says traffic, blah blah blah, but like you have to only go. You have to plan to go like to one location per day. Because yeah. if you try to go here and then oh let's link up on the opposite end of town later for dinner, it's just not going to fucking happen. And I always forget about that. So. We didn't didn't have a chance to make it happen, unfortunately. But where was I going with this? Something about cereal. Make it happen, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> oh, because I was gone, I was totally distracted about like the build up for celebration, and all of a sudden, we're two weeks away. Yeah, we'll be mm-hmm. on the we'll be in Orlando in two weeks. That was so fast, man. On the plane, we'll be off the plane by this point. Quarter mile at a time. Um, yeah, I'm just we're, we'll be streaming a lot live down there. Uh, so all the Instagram peeps uh, and our regular ass viewers and followers and mo, um, 
you can stop that immediately. <laughs> Dear God. Do it again. I can't do it on command. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so just stay tuned during the uh, celebration. If you want updates and stuff, we'll, ha- we'll be on probably Instagram mostly. Yeah. Uh, but we will... I, we can't stream on YouTube. We can't do a full... Yeah, full-fledged stream. That YouTube sucks. streaming on mobile is still only for if you have 10,000 subscribers or more. Well, we were close. So we need 9,900 of you guys <laughs> to go the fuck onto YouTube right now. <laughs> uh, the good thing is we can now save our live streams on Instagram. So yeah. maybe we can do that and then just post that to YouTube after the fact. But for yeah. a regular ass updates during the show, yeah. uh, I would say stay tuned to Instagram pretty regularly and maybe Twitter. Yeah. But definitely Instagram, at least for the videos and shit that we're going to be doing. But yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, we did find out something crazy. Maybe this is normal. We've just never been to Celebration. It's like we don't expect it. But to get into the main panel for The Last Jedi, the line starts the night before at 8 p.m. And they call it a sleepover. And you have, you're like expected to, if you want to actually get into the panel, you have to get in line before midnight and spend the night in the convention hall in line. I don't do that for the actual movie. Why would I do it for the trailer? We don't have to do it for the movie. See? They stopped that. Well, some things, some things are just so ridiculous, though. Like I love Star Wars, and we haven't made a final decision. I haven't completely ruled out sleeping in line to get into the panel. But you can. All three of us are going to, and you're going to be just getting drunk somewhere in Orlando by yourself. It's fine. <laughs> um, I haven't ruled it out, but stuff like that just gets so ridiculous because they know fans will do that. They're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to start the line the night before at 8 p.m. They know fans are going to fucking bring tents and sleep out and bullshit like that. If we could have a campfire, that'd be different. Dude. It's going to be inside. What? I just thought, what if there's a like a 501st of Mandalorians down there and they call themselves the Orlando, or the Ormandos? Get it? The Orlando Mandos? Or that! Orlando Mandos! Sign it up. Quote it. Perfect. What is happening? <laughs> The Orlando Mandos. M- more lo- See, it's hard. Ormandos. Stop! Candorous Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guarantee there's going to be a shit ton of 501st people down there. So if you've been to Celebration, maybe there's a reason that they have to start the line early and you know, and we're just sounding like bullshitters. I doubt I it, man. I just think it's so silly. Yeah. Like, that's... just open it at, like, 6 a.m. or something. 5, 6 a.m. Just force us up early. Dude. Because the problem is, I guarantee you, like for a lot of people that aren't on Twitter watching, I know hardcore Star Wars fans are, but if like some guy's trying to go and just bring his kids and like hang out, like they're not going to have no clue. And even if they did have a clue, they're not going to like bring their kids to wait in line all night and they're going to miss out on like the biggest panel there. It's just ridiculous. I don't even get how everything works. So when you say panel, I don't, I don't really... I'll get it. Panel is when you go and there's a panel of people on stage talking about shit. Yeah, but why does that? There's matter? one for the last jet because that's what they, where they introduce all the actors and they talk about the movie and like we're so excited and here's the trailer for the first so time. So if we don't get if we don't get wait in the line, we won't see any actors and we won't see the trailer. Well, not any actors, but we won't see all the stuff for the last Jedi. Like there's a specific panel for the last Jedi. Jesus, you never heard the word panel before? Yeah, it's a panel on my car. Quarter panel? Quarter panel. Get, can't get into the full panel. Maybe we can get into the quarter panel. Oh! <laughs> we figured no, it out. I don't know. I don't All know. Right. So we're, we're going to figure it out. So if you've been there and you have advice on what the hell we should and should not do, um, let us know. I know Killer Ren is going to be there. 
Let's move on. Let's get into... <laughs> you need to cheer up, so what can we talk about? Let's talk about how pissed I am about... <laughs> About the Two Sons episode. And it's nothing... Oh, my it, God, It's yes. nothing pissed. I, it really... It's, I'm kind of pissed. I am kind of pissed. Legit pissed. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the dance over here. What's there happening? <clears throat> You're good. So, uh... You're good. Just keep spinning around. Give some more there something. we go. Um, sorry. The Twin Sons <laughs> episode... i used to the boom microphone stand. The twin son episode of Rebels where Obi Kenobi and Darth Maul fight, if you want to call it that. Um, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, obviously. But uh, heavy spoilers if you haven't seen it. Turn the shit off. pissed too. Um, I'm not. I'm not too impressed with Rebels overall. Right. There's a lot of filler, and I get it. We've talked about it a little bit before. Yeah. It's, it happened a lot with uh, Clone Wars, especially later in the seasons. Yeah. It is what it is. I know it's geared toward towards kids, so it doesn't have to technically make sense or even be that uh, plot enhancing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But something, dude, it's just Maul wasn't there. He shows up, and Obi Kenobi's sitting there having a barbecue on on the ground, but the sun's going down, and it was just kind of awkward. It wasn't set up well. It lasts two and a half seconds. Yeah, it was really strange. And it was... And I... It was weird how Obi-Wan held Maul at the end. Like, they were, like, fun adversaries. But it was... You just killed a monster that was... That killed your Jedi dad. Master, yeah. And... Jedi dad. <laughs> and it has been hunting you and murdering stuff. Trying to get to you. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you going to hold him and, like, even answer his questions? Is he really the chosen one? Yeah, bitch. He did not fight Saw Gerrera. Chain <laughs> <laughs> <Jane> Saw <Gerrera. clears throat> Um Yeah, I was kind of pissed. Did you understand the, the lightsaber changes? No, I didn't. So this That was is, obnoxious. It, so Obi, Obi did the two-point, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. I hate that so but much. It is what it is. So And then, and then Maul is. kind of flips around and gets ready to attack. And then Obi Wan brings his lightsaber up exactly With how Qui Gon, Babe Ruth, no, like Qui Gon Jinn did. That's mm. the Qui Gon stance. So Obi Wan was baiting Maul to fight him the exact same. So when he came at him, you see uh, Maul come up and try to do the the up under the chin so he could stab him. Yeah. But instead, he knew it was coming. It was just like nope. <laughs> And it was so quick, but that's I didn't what get he was that. he was baiting him with with Qui Gon's stance, and he Maul tried to do the exact thing. Yeah, and it obviously didn't work. Right, right. Yeah, right I, didn't, I didn't get the stance changes thing. I thought it was just like that when uh, Kylo and Ray are like faces back and forth when she's like thinking when they're in the fight, and it just cuts back and forth, face this way, that way, that way for like a minute. Yeah, it's just red face, blue face. Red yeah, face, exactly. Blue face. I get it. Well, they're about to fight. I understand that. Um, that was annoying. Stance change, I didn't understand. I I thought it was cool that the fight was it wasn't a fight and it was like quick. Like Maul comes at him and Obi like box and like makes a quick move, cuts his lightsaber in half and like he cuts him like down somehow. Yeah. yeah. It was um, a cool change. Well, it it says two things. It says how, three things. It, it says a lot. Because it, it says it shows how smart Obi-Wan is and how how wise he has become. And, you know, for how much more character development happened in Maul throughout everything that he's lived through, 
he he still was somewhat simple-minded in the end that my rage, I'm just going to kill him. Rah! And then he's just, oh, I fucked up because that's Obi-Wan. I didn't even think my fight through. Like, you did all this badass stuff, almost turned people to the dark side and everything, and I'm going to rage kill everything. Oh, wait, no, I can't because it's Obi-Wan. Yeah. That, well, that just made that made the fact that Maul was back in Rebels completely underwhelming. Yeah, true. Like, I like Maul in Rebels more than in Clone Wars because he starts to actually, like, plot. Instead of just running into shit and trying to yeah. kill everything, he starts to actually plot. He wants to turn Ezra to his apprentice so he can train him and bring down the Sith or whatever he was trying to do because the dark side fucked him over so much. But then as soon as he hears about Kenobi, he forgets everything. He's gone for like six episodes in a row. You don't see Maul at all. Then all of a sudden, he's back. He baits Ezra. And then him and Kenobi, it's like a two-minute long scene. Yeah. I just thought it was a the, really, really underwhelming way to end it. The, <clears throat> yeah, I think I, I'm not mad that it happened. I think it makes sense because of who Obi-Wan is. Yeah. But, the, okay. The thing I'm struggling with is when Obi-Wan and Maul fight in like the Clone Wars or whatever, it's brutal and it goes on and on and it's crazy and Obi-Wan has to flee half the time because he just can't deal with it. And then we get like 30 years later when Obi-Wan can barely stand. It's just, wow. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Why? There's a few things that I do like. Obi-Wan is old. He can't fight for a half hour like he did with Anakin. And based on what you do see, because this is only like a year or two before A New Hope. So based on what you do see in A New Hope, the fact that it wasn't a long fight was cool. It wasn't really a fight at all. Well, it wouldn't make sense if he was flipping around. Of course. Because that would make... Uh, now. Well, that would make episode four really dumb. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of stuff that they're doing in Rebels and in Rogue One is making the original trilogy better. So that's a good thing. I like the change of pace and that it's not some crazy, um, exaggerated fight. Yeah, true. I just think... We talked about the fan service stuff, and it just feels like a 100% fan service episode that doesn't really add anything to the story. Maul was building towards something a lot more important than just hunting down Kenobi, and then he disappears for six episodes or whatever, comes back, and it's over so quick. It doesn't really like add any, any depth to what's going on in Rebels. You know what it feels like is the person that decided that Maul lived was working for a company and they wrote all this stuff and then he got fired and they're like, we got to get rid of this damn character that he kept writing. It's like, all right, we'll just throw him on Tatooine to make it like cool and Obi Kenobi will fuck him. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, it's just really, really out of place. I but think is the is the word for it? But it still makes sense. Like you were saying, it's slower pace. It makes sense that Obi Wan's not going crazy, right? You know, he's kind of in hiding. That's the other thing. So if Darth Maul can find Obi Wan on Tatooine in hiding, why can't Darth Vader? He couldn't find him. He found him. No, he found Ezra, and he knew that Obi Wan oh, would sense Ezra. I didn't and even would come to try to rescue him. I I have to be honest i didn't even watch the episode i just watched the fight <laughs> so <The> fight <laughs> yeah swing. so it starts off with maul's walking through the desert he's about to pass out he doesn't know what the fuck's going on why is he there because he's looking for kenobi but he can't find him he's been looking for him for a while so he's and on the same planet he's on tatooine how did he track him to tatooine why can't darth vader find obi kenobi on tatooine if darth maul can't because it was that one episode where the holocron him and uh, maul and ezra were opening the holocron and finally opened he saw where it was 
He recognized the twin sons. Oh, yeah. He already knew okay. it was on Tatooine. Okay. But he couldn't Good find answer. Obi Kenobi. And he knew that he could trick Ezra again. So he sent that like signal, and then he tricked Ezra through the holocron, and then Ezra came, and then he's like, Obi-Wan's going to sense him and come rescue him, and then I'll make my move. It, it, the fact that they built Maul up so much, I think, I think it takes away from Vader. Like, Vader could have done the same exact thing. I don't think it takes away from Vader. I just think it's just poor storytelling to build up Maul and end him like that. Vader also has a lot more on his plate than just hunt down Obi-Wan. And he's run, never going to go back to Tatooine. Run everything. Again. He's never going back to Tatooine. Palpatine's like, I did 30 years of conniving and backstabbing. Vader, you run this shit now. I'm, I'm just going to sit on my... <laughs> <laughs> and he just turns around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't hate the fight. I just I hate how Maul ended. All that set up and build from the end of end of season two is when they met Maul, right? So let me ask you the question. To Sh- end like that? Should Maul have lived? Good evening, Star Wars Legacy. Should Maul have lived? I don't want him to live through the end of Rebels, but I just don't think it should have happened like that. Should no, I'm not not in this. Should Maul in have general. lived beyond episode one? Because does it he does he add anything to any story? Now in the end he, he might because it, we don't know what happens to Ezra and he had an effect on Ezra. Of course. So it's still kind of up in the air. But end all be all, I'm like I don't. It didn't add anything for me. Yep. You could have had another crazy added a bunch of cash money in Disney's pocket. Right. I mean they could have they could have fulfilled everything that Maul did with Ezra with just like. Uh, the flying Sith, the Inquisitionators. <laughs> Inquisitors, Inquisitors. Yeah, yeah but they weren't Sith, though. So? You can get a Sith holocron <clears throat> and not be a Sith. I don't know. I thought a few things would have been cool. It would have been really cool to see Obi-Wan actually get involved, even from a distance, with the Rebellion. Because Rebels is about the start of the Rebellion. Hence the name. That's what they've been working on. You finally see it come together towards the end of... Uh, season three, when Mon Mothma shows up, and then General Dodonna's there, and they're bringing the fleet together. To have Obi Wan at least know what's what other people are working on, and he stays on Tatooine. Then when R two pops up in Episode four, he like it, it means more. It would mean more to him if he was actually involved, and maybe he'll come back in season four. I just think for him, for all this buildup, and then Obi Wan shows up for half of an episode. Kills Maul in five seconds, and then we don't see him again. It's like, that was obviously just a 100% fan service episode. Well, yeah. It's a waste of the story. Yeah. Yep. Obi-Wan could have been more involved in the Rebellion, and I think Maul could have tried to get closer to taking down the Sith or trying to investigate the Sith or something. I don't know, man. I'm not... I'm done. I've been done with Rebels. I, I watched <laughs> the fight of all fights in Rebels, and it was that. Mm-hmm. Best part of Rebels is when Ahsoka fought Vader on that Sith planet under the crust. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Dathomir or just... Malachor just 5. Malak- yeah, that it was. Yeah. yeah. Under the crust. Yeah. When she fought Vader, that was that. That was the best part of Rebels. And now that's another thing that they brought back Vader for those few things, but then he has been seen again. Like he either he doesn't have any fucks to give about the rebels, so you don't see him until the big shit happens, like the Death Star in Rogue One, or he's involved in at little points and times across this like timeline. Well, I wonder if they're building up. You're, they got Vader, or they got Maul out of the way. The last two episodes are just going to go ham on it and just Vader it up, just kind of like Rogue One. The last two episodes are already out. Oh. I watched the first of the last two. 
it's a two, it's like a part one and part two thing. It's okay. there. They've been building up for this attack on the and, and bleh, the Imperial base on Lothal, Lothal, whatever. Thrawn predicts it, brings the fleet in. They fight. Thrawn fucks almost everybody up. They escape. Whatever. So Vader's definitely not coming back until season four. Not watching it. Um, Thank God now. for Star Wars Explained, because I can just go on and watch <laughs> five-minute highlights and get the story. And then read and it. Skip all the fucking song and dance with the droids. Missed! But uh, I I recently... Well... So, ba- wait, back what to, am I you trying to say? me a question I never even answered it. Yes, Maul should have died at episode one. Rogue One came out on digital. Yes. Uh, it'll be coming out on Blu-ray soon. I bought it on digital and watched it that night. Um, I do have to say, now that everyone pissed me off and made me really focus on uh, Tarkin, yeah. his mouth moves awkwardly. Really? Now, with that said, it's still just like, how are you worried about that? The way he mouths certain things, just like, yeah, that's a little, that's a bit of a stretch. But I still think he looks fine. Like I said, when I talk to people, I look at their eyes. So when there are actors on screen, I'm looking at his eyes. His eyes are perfect. But then I started looking down his mouth as he like mouthed words. And it was like, yeah, you can tell it's not good. But uh, I have, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Because because I didn't notice it immediately. And it, it took me haters to so notice something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's kind of annoying too. It's like, maybe it doesn't look perfect. But out of everything that's going on in the movie. Yeah. It looked great. <laughs> um, now we do have a couple things. There were alternate ending details uh, talked about or released. One of them was that Krennic uh, was supposed to be killed by Vader. And what are your thoughts? I don't mind that, but I think they chose the right one because he gets killed by his own project. I agree, and that's brutal. Symbolic. Symbolic yep. Symbolic. Yep. Uh, also, Jin, Cassian, and K2 having to get to the communication tower, which used which used to be on a different part of the Scarif base. That doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I like how their entire team all has to do different shit in order for it all to come together. Like, they have to get inside the base. Chirrut and Baze have to do this. The pilot has to plug the thing in the communications tower. Like, all these pieces. The master switch. together. Yeah, the master switch on the main communication tower needs to like oh god, that was kind of weird, but what? well, it's and that's kind of it's finally even though the rebels kind of still won, they they are winning by the skin of the teeth. Like yeah. every everything has to go right for them just not to be murdered, and it barely goes right, and then they get murdered anyways. Yeah, <laughs> so that's the, the brutality of that movie is awesome. Um, Here's an interesting one: Cassian was originally a double agent who was like in between Imperial and Rebel and switches to full Rebel by the end of the movie. I thought that would have added some more depth to his character. That's part of the thing is like we didn't... There wasn't enough depth there for the yeah, characters. That's, but, that's been my biggest complaint of the, the movie. It, so the most struggle we see in the movie is almost when Cassian... You see him kill that guy in the back when... That was a great setup, and then what the fuck else happened? Yeah, and then he kind of just <laughs> did what he... You don't know what I've seen. Well, tell me what you've seen. It was... I saw it, and then he... And it's just like, you're pissed off. Why? I don't know what you've been through. Tell yeah. us. <laughs> he didn't tell me. But, uh... Or did he? What else we got here? So that would have been cool. Jin and Cassian were picked up from the surface. Plans transmitted. Vader destroyed their ship, but they got away in an escape pod. Eh, no. Because then that leaves it open to trying to... 
like we the fucking shit we're talking about with Maul. Whenever someone kind of survives or you don't know if they're truly, truly dead, then you have to like tie those ends up in some other stories and it gets messy. Um, Everyone had to die. I think it was perfect. One of the most epic parts of that movie is still, we got the plans. Let's get the hell out of here. And then, wow. <laughs> yes. well, I'm here. Oh, that's brutal. And the half the fleet like crashes into their ship. Oh, my God. Oh, that's badass. The last third of that movie is so good. Yeah, it's the last good. third of that movie is really flawless. Because you, I mean, you you get all the feels. You feel, you get the tears when K two dies. Uh, you you feel like, I don't know, brutal when when you see Krennic get killed by his own ship. Yeah, hopeful you, when they transmit the plans. Yeah, and then and you then, fearful when Vader. Yeah, shows up. Fears everything <laughs> <laughs> to death with his mind and his lightsaber. Um, now, I did kind of watch a background, like the making of that scene. Uh, Gareth Edwards was talking the about... The Vader scene? The Vader scene. Um, and part of it was like when Vader lit his lightsaber, they actually had to put red LED lights behind him to to show his figure. Right. So it's I, it doesn't look bad before you look at it, but then you really notice like... And it's just like... Oh, and you're like, how did the light happen back there? They didn't tell me. But <laughs> it's just imagery for the shot. Ex- ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it looks great. Um, he also, little known fact, unless everybody knows it, um, Gareth Edwards uh, plays a cameo in it, and he is oh, really? he is the rebel soldier that does the release of the Tantive Four. Nice. He pulls the release, so he's his technic his character's technically still alive, and he is technically possibly in episode four. Did uh, JJ have a little cameo? I don't think so. In seven? Because I feel like a lot of direct... Like, I know Lucas did that. Definitely in three. And maybe in the others, I just wasn't 100% sure. What do you guys think of New Gorillas? Is that a... What is that? The you band, walk? probably? Oh. With a Z, man. It's got a Z at the end. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. Uh, I was going to say something. St. <laughs> <Saint> Petersburg <laughs> fucked us all up over here. Um. Yeah, Rogue One. Rogue One's awesome. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth another ten watches. So the Blu-ray is out April fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah, I think I'm gonna wait and get the Blu-ray. I uh, I don't think there's any extra stuff, so that's why I was just like, I'll just get it. Oh really, man? Yeah. So, um, I could be wrong. Well, we'll see. What about Power Rangers? Talk about it. Power Rangers. Oh, the other thing. Go ahead. So, I still think you should see it. Sure. I think you should see it. Sure. So, Power Rangers is a Michael Bay jerk-off test, test <laughs> jerk-off fest of visual graphics and all the action shots and slow motion and all the stuff that uh, that you expect, especially if you're a fan or if you have seen Transformers or uh, the new TMNT, Ninja Turtles. It's exactly what you expect. The only thing that I would say that's different is that the first half was actually really good. I was pulled in from the beginning and I cared about the characters right away, which is different. And I was that's one thing I was expecting to not happen is for me to like no character development and then they just get right into all the action and shit like that. But it actually started off pretty good at the beginning. So spoiler alert, it's moving forward. You only see three of the teenagers towards the beginning of the movie. So it's not like all five of them are friends and at school and they know each okay. other. 
So there's three of them, and it starts off like Breakfast Club style where they're all in detention, and then they like hate each other at first, and then they start talking and get to know each other. Um, my favorite character was actually Billy. Okay. So in this the movie, black kid? This movie, yeah, Billy was the black kid, and the Asian kid was the black ranger, and the yellow ranger was a girl, and the pink ranger was a girl, and obviously Jason, the football player, motherfucking white kid, was the red ranger. But uh, Billy was my favorite. He finds... Like, you see that he used to, they live in Angel Grove by a gold mine, and he used to go on, like, scavenger hunts and shit with his dad before he died. Mm -hmm. So he's been, like, looking for something in the gold mine, and he finds it. He goes with Jason, and by the time they get there, Kimberly, who they met in detention, just happens to be there, and then the other two rangers are just, like, hanging out at the gold mine, fucking around. Like, Trini's up on a, a rock doing, like, yoga, and... um the Asian kid, Zach, is like has a campfire and he lives in this like abandoned train car and shit. So they're all just hanging out <laughs> at like the abandoned gold mine and shit. Um, but Billy finds this thing. He like detonates a side of the gold mine, lets things loose, and then they start to see like these crystals in there that are obviously all different colors. Um, so that's how they all come together. It's not like best friends from the beginning, which I thought was cool. Mm -hmm. All their issues and they have to work through it. Oh, God. Spill my beer. And in order for them to actually morph, they have to like care about each other and be friends and all that fun shit. So it was an interesting twist on it. I actually liked the first half, but as soon as Rita, Rita comes on screen, everything starts to just get like, what the fuck is happening? It's the uh, Suicide Squad effect. It, Everything's okay. God. And then you just see, I'm Enchantress. I'm just going to talk yes. weird and then just do this. And she kind of... <laughs> had like that enchantress feel because she wakes up after millions of years of being like frozen or whatever the fuck. I can't remember exactly what happened. They pulled her out of the, of the ocean. Like she was a corpse and then she came back to life. So she hasn't been moving for like 60 million years. So she's like doing like weird zombie shit, like waking up and like learning how to walk. And then she just starts collecting gold to build Goldar. So, like, she goes into jewelry stores and, like, steals all the gold and builds a staff. And, like, she kills homeless people and, like, takes, like, their gold teeth and shit like that. Oh, okay. And she's literally collecting gold bits to make Goldar. So, as soon as she pops in... <sighs> I mean, it's, it's just, it's not, it's, it doesn't sound terrible yet. But it's just, like, an interesting take on her. It's hard because she's such an extravagant, terrible... She's a terrible character oh, yeah. in the originals. Yeah. So, how are you supposed to... I mean, I'm sure she's better. I can, yeah, I can see the struggle right from the beginning because she's literally in like Madonna cone boobs and just ah, ha, 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 like shouting the yeah. whole fucking time. She has like no character depth. She just sits on the moon and makes clay putty guys, and yeah. that's literally all she does. So I imagine it was hard from day one to figure out how they were going to do that. Um, they added to the story that she used to be a ranger. She turned evil. Oh, okay, that's at least that's a little bit. Yeah. So she how, used, she used to be the Green Ranger. How was Goldar? Goldar was fucking dumb. Really? Goldar I was hoping was they, that was like the shining. No. No. Because Goldar was actually a character in the other ones. In this one, he's just literally, she builds a giant behemoth monster to kill stuff and like dig and find this crystal for her. So like he doesn't, it's not actually a character. He doesn't talk. He's just like a giant. Oh, well, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's def, He's like the second bad guy in. Right. He's in like the, her henchman. Yeah. Him and the, the scientist that makes all the clay things. For and her. the pig guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig boy. So. <laughs> Fishboy. Well, okay. So if we look back at the awfulness that is Power Rangers, to be truly honest. <laughs> truly honest, yeah. Uh, the originals were terrible, but it's nostalgic. 
fine. Mm-hmm. And they build on characters a little better, but they ha- obviously have multiple seasons to do it. Right. You kind of, you see a little struggles. Uh, the 90s Power Rangers movie, crazy awkward. This is goofy Ivan as a show. Ooze. Ivan the guy, he, The guy's not frozen. He's sleeping under a, a sealed thing. They open it up. It comes out, starts building things that are big. Yeah. I'm Rita. Yeah, I was exactly. found in the ocean. It's exactly, the same exactly. exact thing. So it, it's, it's, you're doomed from the beginning. It's just nostalgic. Right. And they they alluded to future villains towards the end because they said, or Rita was about to die and she was like, I'm not the last one that will come looking for the crystal or whatever. So it's what like, crystal? oh, there was some whole thing where um, I skipped the very beginning because I didn't want to like give too much away, but I might as well go into it. Yeah. Crystal meth. <laughs> The very, very, very beginning shot sets everything up is 65 million years ago. It's like in the Mesozoic era, whatever the fuck era it is. There's dinosaurs and shit. That's also why the Zords are dinosaurs. But it's Brian Brian Cranston as Zordon and I think his wife or something. And they were both rangers. He was the Red Ranger. So he was leading his team. Mm. So they just lost this battle. His wife dies. The Yellow Ranger dies. And then he takes like the power crystals like from the suit and tries to like bury them and hide them and instructs Alpha Five to like keep them sealed until like the chosen people come along to find them. And then he like turns around, Rita kills him. Or maybe he kills her or like that. Maybe the oh, you know what? Maybe it was he like froze the, her. maybe it was the fucking um asteroid that killed the dinosaurs, like came down and killed both of them. Cause Rita comes up to kills him and uh, to kill him and he's like, We're both gonna die right now. Then they both get fucking vapor. But how is he still alive? He's not. He like he himself is not like he Alpha like stored his consciousness in like his ship or something. Okay. It gets weird, man. It started off a little strange because it was like dinosaur era, and then there's aliens, and there's a spaceship, and then there's whatever, and then it goes to teenagers. <clears throat> they were doomed from the beginning. I'm yeah, sure they for were. what for what it was, it was decent. And I knew from the beginning it was gonna be like that. But honestly, the first half of the movie, I was really Uh, invested. I did like the character development in all the teenagers. I like how they set it all up. I like how they didn't go overboard on like they're always wearing their color. It wasn't outrageous like that. Um, But They do that in every other one. Right. Yeah. Everything from head to toe. Yeah. (laughs) But that wasn't too bad. There wasn't like a specific Balkan Skull character. There was a a bully, but it wasn't like two of them fumbling around. You know what's funny is Balkan Skull were probably some of the parts of my favorite (laughs) things because they were just like... Yeah, when we were seven. Well, okay. So I... Uh, but like finish I said, as soon, as, as soon as Rita comes on screen, it all goes to hell. And the thing that really did it for me in the worst possible fucking way and made me like laugh and walk out like, what the hell? Why do they do that? At the end, after they built the Megazord, literally Rita is obviously a tiny little thing compared to the Megazord. The Megazord fucking backhands her into the sky like Team Rocket style and she flies through the air <laughs> and flies like up into the atmosphere and then out of space Dude! And, then, and then like freezes. That's some Pokemon shit. Team, Ro- Team Rocket. Literally Team Rocket. What? Blasting off again! As soon as I saw that, I was like, I'm over it. I'm over wow. it. Wow. It's, I mean, it is. It is so, what it is. Yeah. So I was feeling, I woke up super early one day last week and I was feeling nostal- nostalgic. So I watched uh, an episode of Pokemon. It was, I was not feeling it. So I changed over to uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. And I watched, uh, the episode was Billy and Kimberly 
Billy built some crazy fangled machine that was supposed to like you're supposed to read each other's thoughts. Yeah, which is really weird to begin with. But they they jump Especially they jump in it and it it trained it trades brains. So Billy was in Billy's body. Yeah. Oh God. So they're they're fighting typical people. like teenager yeah. show like bot. Yeah. Bulk and Skull also break in and switch. It's really weird. And I dumb. think I remember that one. Yeah. Um, I was laughing my ass off because I felt like okay, nineties. I this is bad, but I am watching it. Okay. Right. Right. And. I, it starts. You start feeling the action. The bad guys on the ground wreaking havoc, and they're like, "Let's get to it, Power Rangers!" And they, and they suit <laughs> up. The, at, at, literally after they said morphin' time, I'm pretty sure there was ten seconds of fight. Like they're like, "Ah, we're gonna get you!" And they like swing. The guy smacks them. Sparks fly, and then he like grabs another guy, throws them. Always and sparks. sparks fly. They punch someone. They're just like sparks. Yeah, <laughs> but there was there was so there was like a punch, and you threw one into another guy, and they're like, "We need help!" And they go to the Zords already. I'm like, dude, you. I'm not even sure <laughs> you attacked so anything. You yeah, just like, I'm yeah. here, punch. Oh, let's go do that. It was like I felt like they were crunched for time. Oh yeah. So they built they they spent so much time building the episode. They're like fight, just swing and throw, and we'll just throw some firecrackers and combine everything. Yeah, we're going well, to the moon right now, dude. It was instant. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure within 30 seconds they they were morphing time. Got hit, got to the Zords, read it through the her lightsaber down. The guy grew, <laughs> and then they, they they attacked it. It was all with done within 30 seconds. It was just okay. We need to move through. We got twenty seconds to finish this episode. They, um, that's ridiculous. I think I remember that one too. So um, as as I was sitting there getting triggered, I was wondering. Squad, I was wondering uh, how many seasons and how many different Power Rangers there have been. Way too many. There have been twenty four seasons. Seasons. I think twenty three different Power Rangers. So let me read. Oh, like types of Power Rangers. Yeah, let me yeah, read. Yeah, let me yeah. read through these seasons. That, that makes sense because they've been doing it pretty much since it aired. They're still on. Yeah. They're still on. Yeah, absolutely. So and we, we're twenty eight, so that makes sense. So we start with uh, three seasons of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I knew there was three. Uh, and then see, everything goes to hell. <laughs> uh, it's making it look like they, halfway through season three they changed. So they Mighty did change. Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. I never saw that. Uh, now we get pretty fucking crazy. It goes off the deep end real oh, quick. Yeah. We have Power Rangers Zeo, Turbo, yep. Power Rangers in Space, <laughs> Lost Galaxy, Great. Power Rangers Light Speed Rescue, Great. Time Force, Great. Wild Force, Great. Ninja Storm. I remember that one. Dino Thunder. That was when my little brother was born. I remember watching uh, Dino Thunder. SPD. That's the police force one, right? Yeah. <laughs> Mis- officers. Mystic Force. Okay. Operation Overdrive. What the fuck does that mean? What Jung- does that even mean? Jungle Fury. <laughs> RPM. They're just racing. Uh, now Indy they, 500 Rangers. Now they did a reversion, it says. It says Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, now we get into Power Rangers Samurai. Power Rangers Super Samurai. Mega Force. Super Mega Force. Dino Charge. <laughs> Dino Supercharge. Ninja Steel. Can you imagine if they did that with... Uh... Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, they kind of do. Star Destroyer. Super Star Destroyer. Super Ultra Mega Star Destroyer. Malt Mega Ultra Time Force Star Destroyer Ultra. <laughs> Death Star. Death Star. <laughs> Ultra Death Force Star Mega. Mega. <laughs> it's just, it's gotten to a ridiculous point because yeah. I, was, I was talking to someone who has uh, young kids at work and he's like, yeah, my kids still absolutely love Power Rangers like every day. 
Perfect. Most of the days. Most, most of every. He days. said, "Man, I'm gonna have to go see the new Power Rangers." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause my kids are gonna have to see it." Like, well, How old is it? Is a very teenager. They're, movie. No, they're very young. Yeah, it's a it's a teenager movie. There were some kids in the theater, obviously, but it's like it's rated PG-13, and it's like oh, really? Focused around like 15 to 18 year olds in high school. Maybe he shouldn't see it. Yeah, I mean, there's some innuendos and some bra shots and stuff. Well, I'm seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have told you that first. Motor's on his way. <laughs> um, also, one thing too that's douche chill moment embarrassing is once they do morph and they're fighting like those clay putty rock motherfuckers they do throw in the goofy um like karate sounds when they're fighting yeah wow like that shit and then a few of the the stupid one-liners where like he kicks the guy's head off and he's like heads up (laughs) no i'm not i'm not mad at that because those those are built into a lot of stuff especially like uh teenage mutant ninja turtles they build that stuff in and it's ridiculous yeah but the turtles are supposed to be like sarcastic pizza eating goofballs like these, these like five teenagers kids, like just hated each other, overcome, like share their darkest secrets. Now they're best friends, and they're like, "Yeah, stupid <laughs> shit like that." <laughs> Heads up, I like it. I'm I'm all right with that. I was not mad seeing it. There, like I said, there was just some goofy shit at the end, and once the Megazord smacked her into space, I was done. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> but the, it's worth seeing. Um, so she doesn't die. She's just floating around in space. She no, you can see her. She's like freezing over because the cold of space. So as soon frozen. as she got into space, she should have died of no oxygen. Cryogenically frozen. Also, how can they all speak English? Like, they were speaking a different language at the beginning, and then Rita wakes up 60 million years later, and she's speaking English. She walks to the jewelry store. She's like, give me gold. <laughs> <laughs> I have to build Goldar. You have any Goldars? No? Give me some gold. Um, one other thing for the future of the Rangers, too, is she has. she was the Green Ranger. So all those like power crystals that, that, that they got, she put hers in her staff. And when they killed her, I think she like dropped her staff or something. So that green crystal is left over. There's gonna be a sequel. So Tommy's gonna pop up as the Green Ranger mm. with his fucking Dino Zord and his little flute, dragon shit, dragon, dragon shit. So that'll be funny. Oh man, he was the best part, Green slash White Ranger. And the cool thing about him is that Jason David Frank, whatever his name is, he's owning it. He's at every Comic Con as the Green and White Ranger. Like I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. I mean, you got to play that stuff out. You're, what else are you going to do? You're the Green Ranger. You want to work the rest of your life? Or you just want to wear a suit. <laughs> All right. Suit sounds good. Not everyone's Harrison Ford. True. Now. Tell me. Drink this beer. I'm good. Paul hates the beer. I said your real name. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk. Guys, don't let know. Um, Mall number two. I think we've we've mentioned this. Uh, mall. Oh yeah. Number I two. Get that. I gotta get that. Will feature Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. I am completely fine with Cad Bane oh, yeah. living. Yeah. Mall could not uh, turn him off. I wish there was a Cad Bane comic. You know. Well, now that I've seen the end of Mall, I'm kind of over him. I was excited with the first issue of the. When does the uh, Mall comic. comics? When are they? The next one should be out already. No. When when does it take place? Oh, we talked about this. It's right before uh, Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Palpatine won't let him, like, kill. Oh, okay. He won't let him go face the Jedi. He's pissed about it. Yeah. Yep. And he'll yep. send him on, like, bloodthirsty missions to planets to kill Rathars and stuff. Oh, that's so right. So he doesn't get, like, too pent up. Without a lightsaber. Just here's a stick. Uh, yeah, like a halberd. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <sighs> what else we got? Show that artwork that we got. This stuff or this? That. The artwork. So I met someone on Instagram. <laughs> 
Casey Snipes. Um, he said he's not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world, but he draws, he does artwork, he does uh, graphic design and everything. And he had this thing just laying around. I can't get it to, for the glare. There you go. And he's like, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. This thing I drew, it's just laying around. I'm just going to send it to you. And I was like, well, hell yeah. Well, hell yeah. It's, uh, it's really good. Obviously, if you're not watching, you're going to have to go to Instagram to see the picture of it. But it's really, really, really fucking good. You can see her. She's tearing up, she's, too. Yeah, she's crying. And he said uh, when he sent it that she specifically has two tears for both of her children. She's not crying for Anakin? She's crying because she's dead and her... Well, she's about to die and her fucking... Kids she's, are gonna live on. She's losing the will to live right out of her eyeballs. <laughs> is she shirtless under this? We're uh, making fun of dead Padme right now. <laughs> she was a bitch when she was alive. No, she was never. Yeah. What name one good thing about Padme? <laughs> she paid her bills. Oh, uh, that senator outfit she had on in the by the <laughs> fireplace on Naboo. Episode two. She was trying to do what she thought was right for her planet. No, I feel it. She She's was too young in a, a, a yeah. situation that she wasn't ready for. Yeah. And, well, and it was all set up by Palpatine. You know what would be really cool, especially... Did you know that? You haven't read Plagueis. No. Palpatine puts her in charge because he what? knows... Because That's he awesome. knows she's naive and doesn't know what, what, what she's doing and she'll trust him. Palpatine's the coolest motherfucker ever. Um, a comic... There might even be one. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Correction. That would be cool. Her trying to... She wants to do the right thing and get involved in politics, and then she, like, somehow gets elected way too early, and she's trying to handle all this shit at the same time while also falling in love with a nine-year-old. Like, all that would be interesting to see in a, a novel or a comic book series. Did you know uh, Darth Sidious, Palpatine, choked his entire family out with his mind... While he was like 11. He's savage. He just did it because he had He's enough. not fucking around any longer. He said, I wanted Cheez-Its! <laughs> he didn't get them. Space-Its. Space-Its. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have to go on a rant because, okay. because I said Cheez-Its. They, they are making extra toasty Cheez-Its and they are perfect. I love... I thought you were going to go talk about the David Blaine spoof. You're actually talking about Cheez-Its Cheez right now. Yeah. Cheez-Its. Dude, they're so good. Cheese it. David Blaine! You don't like cheese? <laughs> I I haven't had a cheese it in years. That's I used to eat them all the time. Yeah, I recently picked them up because they had those extra toasty ones. I'm like, yeah, I like that. You know what the weirdest combo? I used to have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with cheese its and a big glass of milk. I have it's one a weird combo. I, but it was fucking amazing. You have nothing. You have nothing on my weird combo. Okay. I used to eat Sardines Parmesan, Parmesan cheese, yeah, and syrup. I'm not kidding. Why? Because they were in the same cabinet. They sat next to each other, so I would load my mouth up with Parmesan cheese and then squirt syrup in it, and that was my like lunch as a kid. Were you like four and didn't know what the fuck taste was? Because <laughs> that's the only acceptable answer, dude. It was delicious. That I'm about to, terrible. I'm about to try it again. See what the boop. That bubble like. It got beer all over me. <laughs> what, what is this? Anything else? That sounds like the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to eat dog biscuits too. When I was a really young kid. Well, yeah. And I would steal. My well, dog kids hated eat me. Whatever. My dog hated me. Because <laughs> I ate all his biscuits. I was a weird fucking kid, man. I was really weird. Sounds like it. Parmesan cheese and dog biscuits. 
and syrup. syrup. I used to keep my syrup in the fridge. Yeah, we didn't. People think that's weird. It got it gets too thick. So like hot pancakes and like cold syrup. No, it makes sense, but it, it would get too thick. I'm just raising my hand. <laughs> it's too thick. Mom, it's, it's too, too thick. thick. I don't like it. Ma. <laughs> I told you. This wedding's horse shit. All right. <laughs> I thought you had a whole list of shit that you wanted to talk about. We talked about all of it. Andromeda. Really? No, fast. we got Mass Effect. Andromeda, yeah. So I haven't gotten too far. Um, I got back from my trip. I played the opening mission, which is actually a lot longer than usual in Andromeda. It took me about 45 minutes to get through the whole thing. Um, I like it a lot so far. It feels that they are taking all the best stuff from the first three Mass Effect games, keeping it so that it's familiar, but also adding enough new shit and changing the story and the characters so that it feels new. So it's a good balance of like, I'm not walking into something completely blank, but it's also just not like a rehash of all the Shepard stuff. So in that respect, I like it so far. Um, I haven't really got that far in it at all. I in terms I of like story and characters, I really don't know. I haven't bought it, so it's hard for me to even say anything. I watched a uh, hater shit on it. Everyone's been shitting on it. Well, to be fair, he had valid. I mean, they were they were overly. He was overly critical. But, he never listens. But. Uh, they were valid. So a lot of the stuff was just like, yeah, I mean, that wouldn't turn me away from the thing, but that that's kind of fucking annoying. Like the if the girl version, the stock girl yeah. face, he was just like, get ready for the dumbest looking human being face ever. And then it just flashes you just like, that's is the dumbest human being looking face <laughs> I've ever seen. I want to chime in on this too. Yeah, I, I saw a video as well, and I, I felt like they were using unfinished footage for their video. Because I had literally just played the opening, and then I went and watched this shit video, and it looked like they were using beta footage or something, because it I just played it. It does not look that bad. Oh, and okay. On one of these YouTube videos, yeah. Like, I feel like they were using, maybe this came out before the game actually released, and they were using trailer footage or beta footage or something, and I was like, it does not look that bad. The other thing that the guy was talking about was the cutscenes. He's like, okay, Mass Effect uses cutscenes very well most of the time, but he said this thing is just loaded. Like, if you're trying to land, like, the loading screen is you landing, and then it goes to a cutscene of you landing on that specific planet, and then there's a cutscene of you getting out of the ship, and it's just like, just let me get landed. Like, what? I haven't gotten quite that far I don't yet. know. Like I said, this is third-party third, third party talking. I don't even know who the hell that guy was, so it's, it's hard. <laughs> the other one that he said was the voices. And we talked about that a little bit the other day, but he said the voice actors and it wasn't just the fact that they had a big name voice actors uh, for two and three, but the acting itself, the voice acting itself was great. Hmm. In this one, he doesn't like it. He said it's and especially the girl voice, the main character girl voice. It was just like I listened to some of it. I'm like, that's almost cringeworthy. Why pick the dude character? Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Evan Breen vine. It's the difference between Jack and Jill. Jack has a fucking penis. That rules and that rules. <laughs> so I haven't uh, actually, I haven't God. seen the sister character at all yet. So I have no uh, comments on that. I have no real there was specific a, comment on the game at all. There was um, a woman Krogan, a, a female Krogan. Yeah, and he again was just like, "Get ready for the dumbest voice ever." And you know how Krogans are. Shepard, oh yeah. And, Shepherd. Then the, and, and no, and the girl came up and was like that. Exactly. 
Yeah, you should probably do that. I feel like there were female Krogans in Mass Effect 3. You say the female Krogan, but she's yeah. she she talks like a normal person. Huh. This one was just like a, a 20s flipper. <laughs> Zipper. <laughs> Flapper. Crasher. Crasher. Fireball. Turbo. <laughs> oh my god, I have to tell you guys one of the craziest things that I've ever been a part Full of. Mass Effect review coming on the next episode after I play more of it. <laughs> um we we can we, I, we can skip that because I do want to talk about uh, Mass Effect. Well, I want to hear. Ending. I want to hear it. Mass Effect Three. You ending. got so excited. I want to hear it. Mass Effect Three ending. I don't even remember how it ends. So go back to what you were originally going to say. You I just saying? exclaimed about something. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I went to the, I went to the craziest thing ever created. Oh, the bar. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I went to a weird Al themed. Burlesque show. Oh yeah, you were talking about that. And it was something that we we had nothing to do on a Saturday night, and I'm I was just searching shit like on local Columbus and right. Columbus Underground and blah right. blah blah. And that popped up, and it was like ten bucks to see Weird Al music videos live up on stage with tits. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what are we doing tonight? <laughs> I'm turning down. And it, it got it got to the point. Dude, it was fun. It was so fun. It was a whole different crowd that I'm not used to. Right. But it's it's like, what do you expect? It's a Weird Al burlesque show. Uh, so it was... It's a Weird Al show, first of all. Burlesque. Burlesque. <laughs> so and it, it was amazing. It was hilarious. A lot of people had fun. The, the spot was a little cramped. I'm surprised that many people showed up. But, uh, and honestly, I've been to it before. It's a shrunken head. I saw a small metal show there. So it was like, on that same stage, I saw... Rah, 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 rah. Now they're just like... <laughs> They're like white and nerdy, white and nerdy. Um, but they were they were literally doing come up on stage in weird owl head to toe music video, whatever he was wearing, and they would sing and dance and and then slowly just take their clothes off as, <laughs> as they did the the bit. Yeah, it was hilarious, and they they obviously threw a lot of comedy in there because um, it's weird owl. But they did it so well. They they played off of his lyrics really well with yep. like props and stuff. But it was. Uh, it was awesome. And it was, I mean, there were some hot girls up there, and then there were some old ladies getting up there, but it was just like, it's all for ladies the all fun of the show. Up there. Yeah, yeah just, it's like, fuck it. So it was it was extremely interesting, uh, but it, I, I would go again. It was hilarious. It was nice. really funny. Nice. It did a great job. Ten bucks? Couldn't beat it. Couldn't beat it. We also saw uh, some swingers down there, and they were passing wives around. It got real weird real quick. <laughs> It was real weird, real quick. I would, I would go again for sure. And then, oh, something was fucked at the end. The swingers were walking around. <laughs> it was really weird because we were standing next to a table of swingers, and they're like, "Oh, how old are your kids?" Tongue, tongue each other. Yeah, they're five. <laughs> like, and then they would just the wives would just swap seats, and then it was make was, out with each other. Yeah, at the table? it got weird uh, quick. This is burlesque squad pod. Um, <laughs> let's get out of there because uh, we're gonna move on to the ending of Mass Effect Three. What is burlesque? Look it up. Moscow you'll find ass. out. You'll yeah. find out real quick. Look that shit up, boy. Um, Mass Effect Three. Any Mass Effect Three? Yeah, I don't remember a hundred percent of the very ending. The I know absolute that last. You finally get to this point, and you have three decisions to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what happens, Shepard dies. Yeah. I remember that much, but what the specific decisions are? Yeah, I can't remember in detail. So the I only got two decisions because I killed off the Geth and saved the Quarians because right. I wanted the Quarian feet fleet. Yep, and it was badass. 
Um, so the one of them is you kill all synthetics. So the Geth would be gone, the Reapers would be gone, but also Edie would die. Right. Like all, every everything AI or synthetic would die. Right. The other one was uh, allow them to live and take take the Reapers over. You so can like control. Take, assume control. You can consume or yeah. Assume control of the Reapers. I didn't pick that one. I just killed off because I was just like Edie's cool, but I'm. I don't care about her. Right. right. Um, but either way, it was kind of a lose-lose because you either... <laughs> he must have just looked up her last because he said, oh my God, Google has changed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I saw up on stage. Um, With Weird Al Music playing. I'm telling you, it was really weird. Uh, Spam. And then the middle one was combine synthetics and organics or whatever you call them mm-hmm. and that wasn't That's an option familiar. yeah for me but uh so I, I chose to kill the synthetics everything died Edie died I was fine with it because it's like Edie wasn't real anyways humans and Asari and Turians and everybody lives right yeah um it's what do you think of the ending of the game underwhelming you think oh absolutely like it, there's just a slow build over three full. I mean, these are large. These are larger than movies. You spend so much time in each episode or each move or Jesus episode each, each yeah. game. You spend so much time building your character. There's so much time building the Reapers, who they are, what are they doing, blah blah blah, and you get to this climax, and it's this little fucking ghost kid. AI and he's just like I'm a child but I I run it all they all listen to me so what's your choice and I'm like stop talking to me he's just like a figment of what it actually is I get it but it's still just like if it was an AI Krogan I would have been like well that's kind of fucking weird but it had to be an like an AI human that kid that died and I'm just like why does he why that doesn't make any... There's no connection with how this AI kid on the Citadel controls the Reapers. On Earth, you mean? No, it was on the Citadel. Oh. All this oh, stuff happens yeah. on the Citadel. I thought you meant when you first saw the kid. Or whatever they finally use the Citadel for. It's the on the... Conduit or some shit? Yeah. No, it's from a different one. Um, Something. There's a, there's it's a the YouTube, catalyst. There's a detailed... Catalyst, yeah. There's a detailed YouTube video that you need to watch. It explains the entire ending, the choices, and how it has different effects. Yeah. Well, yeah, but how it has, how you've seen hints of the ending in the first three games, but didn't really notice it. Oh, like it's, I will de- it's, have to. it's detailed, and it's. It, I originally was like pissed at the ending. Well, everybody was pissed that like Shepard had to die. So like, no matter what you pick, Shepard's dying. That's, I'm all right with that, honestly. I was all right with it that too. Sense. But once I watched this video, I was like super on board with the whole ending. The other thing that pissed me off, and it was just... Maybe it was my fault. Piss squad pod. But when you first... Uh, you get up there, and uh, it's Shepard, the elusive man, and Commander... Anderson. Anderson. Captain. Captain Anderson. You're all up there, and elusive man saying, no, 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 I'm going to do... Fuck I want because I can control him and he's all half AI, half like he's off the and it's kind of weird. And he gets to that point in the conversation where it allows you to be bad or go whatever. Renegade. And I was like, no, I'm gonna pass. 
because usually you pass and then it, like 10 seconds later, it'll, it'll give you a, a paragon choice. Right. I passed on it and then he points the, the gun at Anderson. Another one comes up and I passed on it. He shoots him and shoots me and I died and the mission's done. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm as good paragon as you can get. I assume Why'd I was going to pass on the option then. There was because there was two renegade options. Oh, really? Hmm. I kept looking at it. I'm like, okay, like he's pointing at at uh, Ann Anderson, shoots him, and it, it gave me the option right before he shot him. I pass on it. He shoots him. He points a gun at me. Gives me another renegade option. He just shoots me in the head, and I die. And it, it says mission failed. Maybe sometimes the renegade options aren't just renegade options. Well, it was a renegade button, so I was just, I, it just, yeah, but it set it's... me up for failure because the entire game gave you both at some point during the same. That's the tricky thing, though. That's where it's it's hard because some things like you can only do if you're fully on one side. I was. I was as high as you can get on the Paragon. But some options oh, you need to do for a certain situation. Yeah. Even if it's against what you're normally going for. No, and I did so that. So it's kind of confusing. I did that with the councilman, yeah. whatchamacallum. Yeah. Well, you, I'm sure you lo- reloaded the game and you had to do that so you didn't die, right? What? At that same spot, you had to reload the game and do the renegade option, so you didn't no, die. I killed him. Killed him right away. Mm. I didn't trust him from the beginning. I felt like even same though here, and I was personally surprised that he got that far. And right, and and why did Anderson give it up to give it back to douchebag? I'm like, what? And then he pointed the gun at uh, at uh, Ashley. I'm like, Ashley means a lot more to me than you do. So right when it popped up, she I was got like, boobs. Shoot, yeah, that. all day. And Miranda's gone. <laughs> Miranda's, Miranda's pissed. Actually, well, all you got left. I accidentally killed. Well, she died in two, so I didn't see Miranda all. all Which three. is still fucking strange that it she, didn't show you that she died, didn't tell you that she died. She just disappeared from the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. Like altogether, it's obviously a great series. I want to read the books, but uh, the first one felt like the most epic. You're, you're kind of figuring out who you are. You have built a character, whether it's good or bad over how many hours and then you get to the culmination where you're finding Saren and it's he's like almost a key to something else and you're like what and you're going down the the citadel run is the craziest thing I love that part that's so the best cool. that's my favorite part of, of Mass Effect yeah. is the citadel run yeah, yeah. Um, mine too two was like the in between I like the character developments and the interactions and the relationships that you build with all, all the brand new people it's kind of weird that they brought you back from death I, I like it made sense because they could have just ended with one and it would be fine because you died. So synthetics bring you back. Lucifer Man uses you for two. You, you can deny him. Actually, what did what did you do at the end of two? Did you save the Reaper technology? I think I've I done it both ways. I, I, I said no. Screw, but I, I, only, I only fully beat Mass Effect 3 once and I don't remember which character I took through to the end. It's been so long. Because when I first beat Mass Effect 3, that was back when we had PlayStations. So that was like 2012. So I haven't beat Mass Effect in like five years. So I, I don't remember. I never had a place to. Um, so yeah, I thought... I still think 2 is my least favorite. 2 is my least favorite. Um, one, one, three, two. Four. The Ultra Focus. <laughs> okay, then. Your opinion doesn't matter. We're going on to Mopar's, Mopar Squad Pod. The... Uh, the ultra focus on Cerberus, I always thought was kind of weird. I like it's a weird switch thing. because the first one you're all about 
the Citadel and trying to find the human's place the in the galaxy and the Alliance. And then you go and two has an undertone with like the collectors, but it's like so much about Cerberus and the Elusive Man. So that's like just human only level. And then three goes back to the Reapers invaded. Everyone's about to die. You have to save the fucking galaxy. So two is just like a weird spot in the middle of it was uh, a, those it was, two bigger stories. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was it it was the episode two. It was the transition yeah. game to three. Yeah. Um, but they didn't have Django Fett, so I'm pissed. Well, Admiral Anderson, Deadpool says Anderson. He was Admiral by that point. Yeah. And then uh, what was uh, Pickett or Thicket or whatever? What, the guy that you talked Wicket. to, Wicket, Spicket. Flick it, bop it. I'm going to wait until you say his actual name because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about Hack right it. now. Hack it. I knew I was close. Admiral Hackett, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hack it out. He was in all three. I don't remember him in one. Really? Or two. One, he just gives you, like, side missions. There's a terminal in the council chamber in the uh, Citadel where you can talk to him, and then he'll just give you a bunch of side missions. You know, I think I spent the most time in two because I... I did all the side missions to get everybody loyal. Mm-hmm. Whatever reason, Miranda would not talk to me. She was pissed. So I think I spent the most time in two. Three. I, one, I, I went through pretty quickly because I just wanted to get through it. One, it's an old game, and it's a little more difficult to play. It's like going back and playing KOTOR. Like, I'll play it all day, but it's kind of a struggle sometimes. Right. Um, well, one doesn't rely on you doing those specific things in order to win. True. Like, in two, if you don't do all this shit... Like, there's scenarios where you can actually lose the game. Like, you can't right, get through the fucking final mission. Well, I heard that right before the final mission where you're landing, yeah. uh, if you don't upgrade your ship a certain amount, you, yep. you just blow up. Yep. Yep, that happened to me. Because <laughs> I didn't know ahead of time. And then uh, in three, there's a combination of recruiting certain races as well as playing multiplayer to build up your readiness level before you get to the final mission. I heard uh, that readiness level, it doesn't mean dick it does once you get past a certain percentage it doesn't mean anything else i didn't do anything what i didn't do any of it i was 50 percent the whole time uh are you but, sure butter clone told me this he said it's kind of mis it's misleading because it's there he said the only thing that matters is your army surplus or army readiness so you have your army bar and it has a minimum hash. Yeah. You want to be about double that and then you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, no, I, had, I ran into huh. no no issues and I was 50%. What's up, Matt Keegan? Oh, he's back. Fuck, he found me. My son's changed my YouTube name and avatar. <laughs> Phantom Finn. Phantom Finn. I love it. How can you love Mass Effect but hate Destiny? Easily. Self explanatory, I think. <laughs> Pissed. Pissed. Good. So, so you pissed at the ending? You didn't think it was as epic as you thought it was going to be? It was. Well, compared to one, I felt like one had the biggest ending. Two or three, the other thing that was kind of weird was that like samurai guy that was like hunting me. Yeah. Why? Like he had nothing to do with anything. We spent I spent 40 hours on one and two. And you just had a I know, but why was he he was the boss? He was the boss in three. Why? The boss? There's no, nothing outside of like the earth battle, which is hard. I got, I got fucking pretty epic, triggered man. at that. I love that part. But outside of that, like he was the boss. You don't fight the elusive man. You fought his henchmen who did, they just brought in. Yeah, that makes, kind of makes sense. It, but it was weird because you, you like, I saw him once on Citadel and he was like trying to kill someone. 
And I was just like, I don't know who Did he that- kill any of your squad members? No. Oh, nice. He, I didn't get Thane. He, I, I think he was supposed to kill Thane. Yeah, he kills Thane. Um, I, for whatever reason, I checked my emails too late and I did something. Then that's no joke. I checked my emails too Twitter late. Twitter didn't update in time. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad connection. Uh, I checked my emails too late. I saw a thing from Thane and I went to the spot and he was gone. So uh, I was like, well, I fucking missed out. I wanted to get him. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. So he shows up on the Citadel, doesn't do anything, kind of like fucks with me a little bit and gets away. I'm like, well, I don't know who that was. And then he shows up uh, on Liara's planet. Yeah. When we're getting the, the that other pylon or whatever the hell it's called. The spear. Remember. The uh, I haven't played in five years. I don't know. The first thing that you see in the first game. What's that pylon citadel? The conduit. Conduit. I don't know. It's whatever flashes in you and you get the uh, Reaper like technology ingrained in your mind. The pillar thing. The conduit. Is that what they're called? Conduits. Because that's that, that statue of the goddess crumbles down and there's one there. The Reaper pylon. I don't know. Um, yeah, he shows up there and I have to fight him there for no reason because he's a samurai genius and he doesn't matter. And then I, he's the final battle. He was pretty hard. Yeah. He killed me once. Kill me a day again. No, he killed me once. Kill me once. Shame on me. Kill me twice. Kill me twice. Shame on me. Can't get killed again. <laughs> Can't get killed again. <laughs> I'm already dead. Um, you must construct additional pylons. He's a... Uh, I know you know what I'm talking about, Padilla. Yeah, that's what you're, say that's it, Deadpool. I can't fucking remember. You must construct additional pylons. Not the conduit. It's a... Uh, I can't think of the goddamn name. Uh, fuck. Podium. Podium. Um, <laughs> pillar. So he, that, it he's was a like, character in multiplayer. It was lackluster just because of that. Um, I see. I didn't even really connect it with that. I kind of knew the final thing would be like the entire push towards like the Reapers, towards the Citadel or whatever. So I didn't really think of that as like the boss. It was just another obnoxious, really fucking tough villain I had to kill. Yeah. And it's funny because he killed me once. Cause it, okay. Conduits. I'm right. Everyone suck it. Conduits. Suck what? What are you doing? Um, Beer. Beer league. I think we're done. I had enough. You pissed? Tired. Dude, I got my hair cut today. And I... I Kurt said nice hair. This is no joke. I got my hair cut today and I asked her, oh, are you guys always slow on Mondays? She says it's Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. You're right. I didn't know. You knew not- he had to record tonight. You knew it wasn't Wednesday. I know, but it was Monday. just like at that point, I was like, man, this is going to be a long week. She's like, it's Wednesday. I'm like, fuck, it's not that long anymore. <laughs> um... Oh, that's funny. The remaking the first StarCraft. Well, my life's complete. Because <laughs> that I I tried playing the second one. I'm, I just... There's some classic... Um, not role-playing game. Nostalgia it's, uh, more than... It's a great game. It's The basis of the game's perfect. Yeah. Because there's three three species that you can be, and yeah. each one does something the others don't. Yeah, I know. So it's just... like you. It's, it's just built really great. Yes, I know. Um, can't wait. Remaster. Okay. That's good. Ah, uh, never mind. I don't want it. Um, That'd be good to play. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good to play. Oh, man. All right. Well, fuckers. It's about the end of episode 102. It's hot and fucking... It's not that hot. It's, it's not that bad. pretty sticky up here. I feel fine. And I have a longer sleeve shirt on than you. Yeah. You have jeans on, though, don't you? I'm furrier. A lot furrier. Chewbacca, motherfucker. <laughs> you um, look ass. Things to look forward to is... All right, so you're gone next Wednesday. 
So the live recording next week won't happen. So we'll try to record an extra episode this weekend in the midst of Battlefield 4 Madness, which is our favorite game of all time. I'm going to be down in Alabama. Alabama. So we're going to try to get a, a sneak surprise episode in Where's uh, on Friday or Saturday this weekend. Forest Ranger from? Forest, Forest Ranger. Gump. Forest Gump. Forest Gump. Greenbow, Alabama. That's, I, that's how I remember it. Greenbow. I, 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 for whatever reason, I had Montgomery. It's a, fake, it's a fake town. Is it really? Yeah. I looked I it up because I was like, where's Greenboro? Because I always thought he said Greenboro just with a Greenboro. Greenboro, Alabama. Accent, but it's, yeah. yeah, it's not a real town. Uh, so look for a surprise episode this weekend. Uh, Star Celebration will be traveling in two weeks. By the time you listen to this, if you didn't see us live, it'll be a week and a half. So get prepped for that. May the 4th, if you're in Columbus, uh, we're setting some awesome shit up with Old North Arcade. So that's coming up, obviously, on May the 4th. And then past that, the next big thing is The Last Jedi in December. Uh, there's Wonder Woman. There's but uh, for us, Guardians you know, of the Galaxy 2. For events. There's and, like, shit that we're doing Justice actively. League. Oh, so we've had a Justice League trailer. And, I did not like the Justice and League trailer. An, an It trailer. It. Oh, yeah, It. Oh, my God, dude. I like I liked the It trailer a lot. I didn't. Uh, so I was what, super happy. So was I. I liked it. Um, the movie itself's really long. The original movie's really fucking long. Really way too long for the, what it is. The first thing Tommy Boy said was that it looks like they're only doing the kids' version. Yeah, thank God. So that thank kind God. of signifies that they're going to do like two parts, maybe? So that this first one is uh, only when they're kids, maybe? Uh, or they're going to skip the adults altogether. But regardless, it's not going to be four and a half hours long. Thank God. Um, <laughs> Which I'm okay with. But yeah. I like the trailer, man. It was good. I didn't realize it had what's his face from uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched Stranger. Pissed. Yeah. Ultra pissed. You guys. <laughs> let me. Let me. I was looking for a co-host position. No, I need it on Stranger Things Squad Pod. <laughs> <laughs> we don't watch shit. No, I, I do need to watch it though. I, I had to catch up on Rebels today, man. Come on. You shouldn't have done that. You I'd should watch, spend. You should spend time. I'd on watch it. seven six-minute summary videos. Dude, from Star Wars explained. You know how much the, time that took. The good thing about uh, Stranger Things is I think there's only like ten. I'm lying, but there, I think there's like ten or twelve episodes. It's really not that long. It's usually ten. Netflix uh, series. Uh, it's like really good. Luke I'm Cage. Al- and- I'm also like 99 percent of the way through Luke Cage. I need to fucking catch up on that. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. Uh, that's. I don't want to say it's going down. Well, it is going downhill, but it's not bad. It's not bad. It sets it sets it everything up so well. Just kinda... It it's kind of drooping. There's some weird stuff that happens, and it's like ah, uh, but it's still really good. I'm not disappointed yet, but I feel it on the cusp because some th- some bullshit happens, and you're like, come on, man, what the fuck? <laughs> um, what what didn't you like about the Justice League trailer? I just wasn't like tr- like really excited about it. Yeah, I just you didn't know get like I watched the uh, the it trailer and then watched the Spider Man trailer and I was like, oh yeah, the Spider Man yes. trailer. But when I watched the Justice League one, I was just like, okay. It, it's sure, giving me the same whatever. same feel of like the Suicide Squad, especially with the tracks that they're they're just but putting in music. I'm more excited about Justice League just for the fact that like But that, I was excited about Suicide Squad. So this trailer is not giving me the same feels. I think they're holding a Maybe lot I'm, I think they're holding a lot back because we don't we really don't know anything about Cyborg yet. Mm-hmm. And Aquaman is obviously a badass. Rampo. Kill Drogo. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not 100% sure. Um, yeah, I just was underwhelmed by the trailer. It just didn't excite me as I, as I hoped it would. 
No, I, I feel it. I, I, I'm still, I still like it. And I, I'm still going to see it. I think I'm just, I think I'm just truly a Marvel fan with the exception of like Batman. Like, obviously I love Batman. I'm definitely going to see Wonder Woman and going to see Justice League, but overall just When's that Aquaman? Marvel for sure. Aquaman movie coming up. They haven't announced next it year. Yet, I don't think. Well then. The It trailer was awesome. Yeah, trailer was fucking sweet. Just that whole uh, shot with when they were um, showing the projector, the slides on the projector, that was fucking terrifying. There was there's a flash at the end of the trailer. I saw that. I, I saved it. I did too. I didn't save it, but I stopped and paused and did all of it. Oh, shit. And his face is all fucked up and his like forehead's super long and he's like peeking around. Because it looked like they were looking at like a home video of someone's mother. Yeah. And then they're like, the hair blew away and it was the fucking clown. Yeah. Oh my God. I, God, I fucking hate clowns so much. That's some shit, dude. dude. That is some shit. <sighs> See it? Dude, I hate clowns so fucking much. I'm going to I'm gonna cry in that movie theater when we see that <laughs> shit, but I God. cannot wait to see it. <sighs> Anyways. Good deal, Galaxy. Um, we're right, going so to leave on that note of Commander telling you his childhood secrets of <laughs> clown hatred. I hate insects. Spiders and ants are okay. I mean, she's hot. I hate insects. But, oh. I'd say she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate insects and I hate clowns. And I'm not really scared of much else. I don't. I have my fear of heights on and certain things. Roller coasters, I'm a thousand percent fine. Yeah. Everywhere else, I'm a thousand percent fine. Bridges, fine. If I'm on the edge of a building looking down, I'll, I'll just like I'm gonna pass on this shit. See, I'm not scared of it, but I do notice like. I do get vertigo at times, but I can't really control it. Yeah. And I and I remember for a while I never really got vertigo, but I do now. And I'm not really scared. I'm just like, I have to like check myself. Back for a second. the fuck like, up. What the fuck's <laughs> going on? No, it it gives me anxiety watching those videos on YouTube where like the crazy Russians are hanging off the side of this shit with like the GoPro. Like, hey man, those dude. <laughs> and I I watch. I force myself to watch those because it's like. I like feeling different things. So right. it's like, fuck Try that. Like I start sure. getting anxiety. No, fuck that. It's just, I'm not ever doing that. But uh, that that's serious. I watch that and I get anxiety about it. I'm like, oh, no, no, can't do it. I can barely watch it. <laughs> but like bridges and roller coasters, everything's fine. It's just something <laughs> about like, if you're on top, on the absolute top of something, I feel like a, just a good gust of wind. You're like, oh. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> uh, like like Mace Wind. <laughs> if you're live with us, uh, tune in sometime on Saturday. We're gonna. I didn't even notice that. Come on, man. Maybe that's why his name's Wind, like Mace Window. Do went out the window. <laughs> oh God, damn, we're funny. If you're live with us, check us on Saturday. We're gonna sneak an episode in 103 before Mopar leaves for the week. Uh, Padilla, if you want to play some Battlefront, Battlefield, Battle. I'm, Arena. I'm playing Battlefield tonight before I four? go to bed. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll, I'll play some four. I'm going to load some up. So if you want to play tonight. Actually, yeah. If you want to play, we'll, we'll load that shit up about half hour. I might man. play for. I've been hooked. Hour. My little brother was in town for uh, three days. We We've been trying to out. sign off for the past hour. I know. I just keep thinking of more stuff I want to talk about because we missed last week. So wait, wait, um, this, let me let me go back and we're going to sign off. Wait, Mass Effect 3. We're going to sign off. Wait. It trailer. It trailer. <laughs> sign off. Wait, your brother. <laughs> Wait, Vertigo. But he was uh, <laughs> opening my Battlefield life up to some new shit that I had never thought about, which was all the sniper rifles with not sniper scopes, but like times three, times four scopes and like the thermal scopes, which I love 
um, like semi-automatic rifles, but I've never used them in Battlefield. So I've been starting to do that. And the shotguns with a thermal scope with 4X magnification from long range do ridiculous damage. And it's not even fucking fair. But it works. So I've been using shotguns like mad. And someone's like halfway across the map and just like, bah, 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 dead. <laughs> I would it's get- not fair. It's, it's ridiculous. It's- I was surprised they haven't nerfed that. But they nerfed the M2 slam mines last year, which was obnoxious. I feel like they... So you can throw it on walls and shit. And- I feel like they've nerfed uh, the straw. Dude, I start. I hit shit the same same way I've been hitting them, and it's just like now now tank takes six of them. Yeah. Why? By myself, I had Why? to hit five times. Yeah. I have to waste an entire clip. I'm yeah. empty after blowing one thing up. Yeah. It pisses me off. It's crazy. I, I don't know how you get so many kills in like LAVs because I jump in it. This is what happens. Oh, an LAV. I get just tank. And then it's like yeah. Like I have to get out already. Yeah. I went ten feet. Yeah. Maybe uh. Padilla knows some tricks. He said, yeah, they did. They nerfed the straw. So getting too good. Also, I get kicked out every fucking thing I try to play. <laughs> Dude, we were trying to play Monday night, and the first like three servers we jumped in, Paul either Mo I said your name again. Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know who Paul is. Mopar either got banned after like 20 minutes of playing, or we tried to join the server and he was already banned from the server and couldn't <laughs> join the game. Three I, in a row. <laughs> I just play the game. I'm not, I don't cheat. People get so pissed because they die, they explode and they're like a straw and you see a yellow dot in the distance. Well, yeah, they put those fucking orange dot. They put those rules on the server. Some of those guys have a goddamn fucking treatise about what their oh, server yeah, is. Oh, prologue. the fucking thing. <laughs> but they're like, no stinger, no straw, no RPG, no igla. No, none of these things. Don't you can't basically can't use any munitions at all. No guns. No guns. No, no vehicles. Mines, no vehicles. <laughs> like really? Just no, pissed. Yeah. No running. You had to walk <laughs> through the war. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're tuning out. Right, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Uh, if you don't haven't already, head on over to t-24.com for some awesome merch, especially Star Wars and nerd culture yes. bullshit. But it is awesome stuff. Um, That's T E E minus spelled out, and then twenty four. The numbers. The numbers. Dope. Cool. Uh, dot com. Uh, go over there and plug in code. I think it's Rogue or, or Rogue Pod. Something like that. Um, for 10% off. I'm just telling you guys. We'll if you, you, know, if you, you get 10% off yeah. your shit. Uh, today's beer review was the Pigskin Brewing Company's Hefeweizen called Laces Out. Beer comes in six packs because you are supposed to take more than one. I enjoyed it. Mopar was underwhelmed. We gave it a one star. It's worth trying if you can find pigskin, but don't go hunting for it. Hunting. Not honey. Hunting. Roast Watch Podcast. I'll